0: It is super Crosstalk time. John and I are at uh, UC Irvine where the Rams have completed their practice for today. We're at Rams training camp. Uh, and, uh, of course, it is the day after we lose the great Vin Scully who passed away at the age of 94. Last night, 67 years as the voice of the Dodgers, and one of the biggest Dodger fans I know. And joining us right now for Supercross Talk, Demarco Farr and Ramona Shelburne. Mola, I know you are a a huge Scully fan. I know you met him. I know you're a huge Dodger fan. Tell me what's going through your mind.
1: Well, you know it's weird. Um, I was wearing, I wear Vin Scully shirts all the time. Like I have one on today. And uh, after he retired, I went. You know, he has like the Vin Scully. uh, I think there's like three or four of them you can buy. And I guess I've just been wearing them a lot lately, and I don't know why I was wearing them. And I happened to be wearing one last night when I got when I was watching the Dodger game, and saw the news that he had passed. And it was like, I don't know, I just kind of felt close to him. Um, maybe sometimes as somebody's leaving us, you were you feel that, right? Um, yeah. But my goodness, 94 years old with it, amazing guy to the, you know, like he was strong, and you see him on Twitter the last few years, right? Like he, what a life well lived. I, he like was I, sharper, yeah. sharper
0: at his age than I am at mine. I yeah. can tell you that. Much. Oh well, I, I mean, just a a crystal clear yeah. mind, uh, and and those stories and that history and Ugh. all that stuff. Uh, I mean, to to master that and to be able to time it in the context of a baseball game is extraordinary,
1: amazing. And 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 I just think like that. I mean, we you know we we all got to go someday, right? But if you make yep. it to ninety four, with you know, yourself, you're th- th- as beloved as he was, as good as yep. he was, all the way sharp as attack, all the way to the end. Like, I don't remember him ever having a bad call at the end. Like, these last few years. Yeah. Do you remember that? No? I'm,
2: no, I'm with you. I, I'm sure he did. I just, you don't
1: remember. I remember.
2: Him. Uh, but I
0: remember thinking, all right, so he's been doing this a long time. Has he lost anything nope. off his fastball? Nothing. Nothing. Off his fa- never lost anything off his fastball. And, and hey, it, I'm going
1: to go ahead,
0: Ramona.
1: Well, no, the thing that, that I always felt about Vin, too, is like, there's a lot of people who play a character when they're on the radio, or they play, um... I don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> they play a part, you know, they, they play who they think hmm. you want to hear, or they play who they huh. want you to be, and then when you become yeah. this legend, like Vin, Vin was like a legend, you have to be the character of the legend, right? Who's drinking something? <laughs>
2: he's
1: playing, that was, that was, he's playing yeah. his character. So yeah. perfect. So perfect. I'm like being all yeah. eloquent over there and it's like <laughs> <I>
3: was thirsty.
0: <laughs> I mean, seriously. Got a drink. <laughs> uh, no, but like, you were very eloquent, I by was. the way. I, like
1: I when you're when eloquent. you're a legend and you have to be that legend everywhere you go. Like you have to be the legend Vince Scully when you yeah, walk can into Can you the right. the imagine like him
2: going yeah, going to a gas station? Because yeah. everybody sees you. And now that we live in this age of cell phones, yep. how many times did people ask can he take a picture? So my my dad one time at the airport, um, I I looked over
0: and I saw Vin Scully in line, and I said, "Dad, that's Vin Scully right there." Yeah. And so what did my dad do? The biggest celebrity hound I know ran right over oh, to yes. Vin and said, "Can I get my picture with you?" Yeah. Yep. That's good. and
2: and everybody did that. Oh too. yeah, yeah. And he had hey, to be Momo. nice to
1: everyone, and he had to be gracious to everyone, and he had to be. Vin but I think Scully that was in his nature. Don't you think that was in his nature? I do. Yeah. The only thing he didn't like was when we made a big deal about him. Correct.
0: Right. <laughs> As, as he said uh, during at the very beginning of uh, the speech at his last game, he found it embarrassing yeah. having all that attention. I remember I used to call
2: Lon Rosen a lot, who is one of the guys who runs yeah. the Dodgers, and and uh, I used to say, "Hey Lon, you got you think Vin would do this? You think Vin would do that?" And he finally, Lon said, "He said, John, let me make it easy on you. Vin doesn't want to do anything that brings attention to himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I and one of the only times we got Vin moment was yeah. um, Brad Zager, who produced all his stuff. Um, at Fox when Brad was producing the Dodger games and who's now yep. the head of Fox sports. Um, I used to lean on Brad a lot and I'd say, Hey, um, you think Finn would do this? And when we asked him to come on for Bob Miller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when the that. Kings won the Stanley cup and surprise Bob with a congratulations, Brad goes, I bet you he would do that. Because yeah. it's not about him, and he did. Yeah, yeah. he was really yeah. cool about it. He Really did. cool about it. And, uh, hey, so, Momo, uh, yeah. while we're waiting for DeMarco to get here. I think He's DeMarco's here. there. I right here. think I heard him. DeMarco's them. there. Oh, DeMarco's oh, there. Oh, oh, yeah, hey, hey, DeMarco. That wasn't De... me drinking. Yeah, that wasn't me. No, okay. That was so, me. I, I, I own it. I own my <laughs> screw-ups. So, DeMarco, <laughs> you, of course, have lived all over the country. Did you get to hear Vince Scully growing up do games? Not much, no. No, not much. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, uh, what I've been trying to explain to people is I grew up listening to Vince scully dick enberg chick hearn and bob miller wow and yep. so when i went when i went out to kind of start my career i go to Monroe, louisiana and beaumont texas yep. and i'm like these announcers suck <laughs> <laughs> these guys are terrible and the truth was they wasn't they weren't terrible yeah and they didn't suck that you were just comparing, I was comparing you, them to sinatra it was an impossible yeah.
0: scale yeah. That you were using yeah, yeah. To, i'll
1: to tell you this though john to, you have um, something I, that I, I've always been, I've been trying to put my finger on what it was about Vin that I admired. Um, you, you, when you have that genuine enthusiasm for what you do and the game yeah. and the thing that right. you do every single day. And I'm sure there are days that you don't feel like coming in here. And then sure. you also don't come in here sometimes, right? Um, and I, that's when I get to show up, right? From um, time to time. From time to time. But, like, I genuinely feel like when you're on air, you're really happy to be doing what you're doing. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Like we it's need... a fun
0: game, and he obviously found so much fun in doing yeah, baseball games. Doing
1: baseball games, and he he had nice boundaries with his life. Remember, he he didn't do games um, east of the Rockies for a long time, and then towards the end, he kind of uh, he only did L.A. and San Francisco and San Diego, just the California games, and like we I, like I don't know if people realize how much he scaled back towards the end because you just it was almost like not a Dodger game unless right. Was he calling was
0: kind of doing just the West Coast games yeah. at one point. Yeah, Yeah.
1: But I mean, that's like he just—that's how you work. A little as long Vin as is can. better than no Vin. Yeah, and I still hear his voice all the time when you, you tune into the broadcast. You go to the stadium, like here it's yep. time for Dodger baseball. Like I—I I feel like he's one of the. He just did it right. <laughs> he just did it right. He is—he was not playing a character. He was not—he did not have to fake anything. That's just who he was.
2: Um, Ramona, I wanted since we have you here and Mason yeah. and I are out of here in a few minutes, yeah. I wanted to get your opinion. On both the Deshaun Watson suspension, Ooh. the fact that they gave him six games, the arbiter, yeah. uh, the arbitrator, yeah. uh, Sue Robinson, the judge, gave him six games, and then the NFL today yeah. decided to appeal it. In other words, to take the yeah. gavel out of Judge Robinson's hand and, and send it back to Roger Goodell. What do you think of the the recommendation by the judge and of the NFL's decision to appeal it?
1: Um, I thought the judge's recommendation was incredibly light. I just couldn't believe that that's what it was. Um, and, but she seemed to feel hamstrung by previous precedent, which is what judges do. They look on precedent. And so they, she seemed hamstrung and just didn't feel empowered to make what should have been the, he should have been out for the season. Um, it, it seemed like a really light punishment in the NFL. I didn't think they had any choice but to appeal it. I thought they had to. Here's a,
0: but Momo, here's the thing. You, you had a former federal judge yeah. who happened to be a woman. Yeah, who heard all the evidence on both sides yeah. and reached this determination? You agreed to an independent arbiter. How do you now throw out the independent arbiter's decision? I know. I mean, I think the decision should stand as is. I think she it, heard all the evidence. I don't know all the evidence. Well, they, she
1: didn't hear all the evidence. She only heard four of the women's complaints, right? So there was there was twenty three women, and they only presented evidence from like four of them, four or five of them. So she didn't hear all of them. But but I, I Mace, I I hear what you're saying, and I think at this point it's all. It's all uh, performative. Like, she had to do what she had to do based on precedent because she didn't feel empowered to go further. They now have to appeal because everybody, the public reaction to this is that it's too light. I, I heard Adam Scheffter the first night saying, The NFL is upset because now the onus is back on them. The whole thing was to get Roger Goodell out of the justice business, and now he's back into it. You know, like. <laughs> right, right. And and the whole thing, and now the Players Union is like, The Players Union's in a weird spot, too, because they got to. This is what they wanted to get Goodell out of the justice business, right? But the okay, punishment business.
2: But, but, but with DeMarco, I want to bring you in on this because what's interesting is Watson's people, his yep. agents, anticipated this. Yep. He's only getting paid a million dollars for this coming season. So if he were to take the six games, he loses, I think it's a little over $300,000, and then he's done with it. Um, but if they take it to court, it could bleed into the following season where he could lose uh-huh. millions. If you, DeMarco, were Deshaun Watson... Would you take it to court? Probably not. I'd take the six games. Right. Yeah, and be done I with it. I think I would, too. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't... I, 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 do you think six I games don't is think enough, he DeMarco? Will, DeMarco, I don't think he will do that, do you? Probably not. He's going to fight it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know do what? You... To be honest,
4: Mace, you're going to have to yep. explain this whole thing again to me. I'm sure Momo's going to. I'm not sure what uh-huh. the heck is going on with him anyway. Like, what happened? Mm. What, what's the story? What did he actually do? All I know, there's been accusers and massage therapists,
1: and... And he settled with most of them. All but one he settled with, right?
2: Did he force himself on people? According to the women, yeah. According to the women, yeah. But, DeMarco, what makes it complicated is that there are no criminal charges. There were criminal investigations, but he was never charged criminally. So if he hasn't committed a crime... In the eyes of prosecutors, why would he accept anything more than well? But six just because you're or... not
1: charged with a crime doesn't mean there wasn't one. It's a, it's a really yeah. hard burden. To prove. Well, and the NFL right. has
0: jurisdiction. Right. To right. I, how him, many even games did Ben Roethlisberger get? Six,
1: six, six. and they six cut games. it to four.
2: I yeah, think... and they appealed and cut it to four. There
0: was no crime there. There was a lot of nastiness, but there there were no charges.
2: Right. Well, the NFL has that right. Like, DeMarco, you're not an active player anymore, but if you were playing and you did something embarrassing, even if you didn't break the law, the league still has the right to say, we're suspending you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Principal
1: Goodell. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the, the one thing I would say is there's always a distinction between did, was there a crime committed and being charged with a com- crime. So just because he wasn't charged with a crime doesn't mean he didn't do it. Doesn't mean he's been exonerated. Nobody, nobody looked at him and said, OK, he didn't do it. They just said, we're not going to take this to court. We're not going to prosecute this. Um, we're not going to charge That's him. That's odd. OK. You know? And there's, yeah. there's, a lot, there's a lot there. If you read the New York Times investigation – they tracked down sixty-six women. That 66, he, 66, 66, 66 women. 66 66 women massage there. Yeah, he likes he up. likes massages. In a nutshell, yeah. that's what for sure. Wow,
4: a, what was he doing? So
1: a happy ending. I mean, that's that's, that's essentially okay. All right. I mean, he would. He, yeah. It's in a nutshell. Okay. That's that's a. That's it. Okay. Um, well,
2: in, in but Ramona, and one yeah. thing I had a problem with Judge Robinson's decision is she said a couple of things. Yeah. She said it was nonviolent sexual activity. If I, if, Ramona, yeah. if I make you do anything sexually that you don't want to do, isn't that by definition yeah. violent?
1: Yeah, because it's a power dynamic. I,
2: right. Mm. If I'm
1: doing something inappropriate yeah,
2: and you don't want me to do it, I don't have consent. Yeah. How is that nonviolent? Yeah, in, especially in, when you're
1: in, a 225-pound guy and the massage therapist is 100 pounds or whatever it is. And right, yeah. She's in a compromising yeah. and you know position and, Yeah.
2: What I've heard nobody say is, are we sure Deshaun Watson isn't just nuts? That there's not some type of of issue here with him mentally? Because why would you put your career on the line for this? Yeah. I mean, it just, it, it, for, to to do this to all these women, and and when you know it's not. Wanted, well, like, like, I, okay, I I I'll give the you Same an about Darren
4: Sharper. Same thing. Why would you do that? You don't need to. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah.
2: It just it, that's why it doesn't. But isn't up. there
0: an element of your big NFL star? You can get away with most
1: anything. Yeah.
2: Well, that. and in this case he did yeah, think he Mace, did. he got more guaranteed money than anyone ever. Yep. Part um, of the decision and- is
1: is also John that he is not allowed to solicit massages outside of the team or the team facility for the rest of his career as a condition of this wow judgment. So the the judge obviously reviewed enough of the evidence because he was reaching out through Instagram, through text, you know, through whatever it was, social media mostly. Um,
5: yep.
1: there was enough there that was wildly inappropriate um, and borderline criminal right wasn't charged with a crime Mm -hmm. but didn't not enough to maybe evidence to maybe prosecute or maybe the women just didn't want to testify that could be Mm -hmm. part of it too Um, either way generally speaking when somebody gets a punishment that people don't think fits that it's either not strong enough or not punished at all um, you have to do two things you have to say you're sorry which he has not done have I missed it? Have you guys heard a part of No, he said no, he's been remorseful. He's really not at all. Yeah. said, I'm sorry? No. No, he doesn't think he
2: did anything wrong. Oh, he settled with all of them.
1: Right. settled, but he, he, in his public statement, Part of hasn't... the
2: settlement, I think, is no admission of wrongdoing. I right. think that the settlements are all financial.
1: Yeah, and even his um, lawyer said, oh, happy ending's not a crime. All right. Like,
2: yeah. I mean, all I was right, like, so wait. We only got a couple of minutes yeah. here left, so and I know you guys are going to talk a lot about yeah. Vince Scully. So, Demarco, I wanted to ask sure. you this: is the only one of the four of us who's actually played in the Super Bowl? Why is it so hard to get back? Nobody has won back-to-back Super Bowls since the Patriots in in '03, and I'm I'm you know the Rams have that challenge in front of them now, and you'll be working the sidelines for all these games. Why is it? When, you know, they obviously have a great team. They're obviously really good. They may, on paper, have gotten better. Why is it so hard to repeat in the NFL? Well, it was rough for us.
4: Vermeil retired. We were breaking in like March, so that was tough for us. But I I do remember this, and I told Aaron Doddle, I told Aaron Whitworth, uh, Andrew Whitworth, uh, after the the Super Bowl, it's going to feel like you walked right off the parade float right in the training camp. And it is. It's a short offseason. And think about when they got their rings, right before camp ended, or right before camp started. So, Uh, That's number one. Number one, you're still celebrating while everybody's preparing to kick your butt. Number two, you get everyone's best shot and your schedule gets tougher. So uh, the NFL puts you on prime time. They put you with the best teams in the NFC, best teams in the league. It's just, it's tough to repeat, but the teams that can become immortal, but it's really rough to get there.
2: What do you ex- – we, we interviewed Allen Robinson today. We interviewed Sean McVay. And Cooper Cup had a dream season. Like, I'm certainly not expecting him to win the Triple Crown again. Most touchdowns, most yards, most receptions. But, DeMarco, what's a reasonable expectation for Cooper Cup coming off of that year?
4: I would say something close. I mean, Sean McVay loves to get Cooper Cup the football. I mean, he's a big part of the offense. Run and pass. Uh, you could say the offense goes through him. So, he's going to see – 100 and 125 targets that's not going to change uh even with Allen robinson he's going to be an offshoot or a byproduct of what they're doing with cooper cup um yeah cooper cup has put on some weight he's a little bit stronger i i think he's prepared to you know to to take the pounding again so i'd say somewhere close to the same number of targets
2: we'll see what he does after the catch all right so a lot of that coming up yeah what do you guys got planned anything Uh, I think Vin Scully might come up. Yeah, Yeah, you may mention Vin at some point.
1: I uh, I I definitely want to talk about Tom Brady's forty fifth birthday. (laughs) Forty
0: five. The big four five. You know what?
1: He's like the one athlete who is older than me still.
4: Really? (laughs) He's the one athlete (laughs)
1: that's older. Good to
2: know.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's
1: not that many of mean. like for the first part of your career it's usually people you're you're usually about the same age. And then you start getting older and then the players get younger.
0: Younger. Wow. Right?
1: Like everyone I cover like Tom a- Brady's still
2: the one that yeah. he's still older than you. He's
1: still older than me. Yeah. Keep going, Tom. Good. I love
2: it. All right, well, um, Momo, it is uh it is good to have you back. Stay tuned, you. everybody, to Marco far Ramona shelburne in for Sedano and Cap in their next. And we are back tomorrow
0: at one. Thanks to everybody from the Rams for having us out here at a great time, and we will be back next week. Mason and Ireland, seven ten ESPN.
6: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships
1: Oh, you're going to do the Cap thing? I love this. Yeah. You know what? I don't dislike it when you do it. Go ahead. You don't like it? No, no. I oh, don't you do dislike like
4: it.
1: it. Oh. Like when Cap does it, I cringe. When Cap does it, I'm like, oh, is he is he like scatting? Like, because what's you going can on?
4: picture him doing it? Yeah. I'm yeah, like, oh, no. Cap. I do like this song. though. This is the first yeah. new song I ever heard. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's all right. What's hey, up, DeMarco Hey, DeMarco Fire, Ramona Shelburne in for sit down on Cap. They're off doing whatever they do. I don't know what, what are they doing. they doing. not they're on vacation. I feel like I know what Sedano does on vacation. He takes his kids and they like drink wine and they, well, not the kids. But Sedano and his drinks wife. wine. Yeah, Sedano yeah. and his wife. They're pretty. They're they're good foodies They'll, and wine people. No, and I didn't stuff. know that. No, they're okay. up on the Oregon coast. I saw them on Instagram. Nice. What do we think Cap does on vacation? Same. Gets drunk. Hangs no. out with the people. Yeah.
4: Takes okay, off his clothes. Jumps in random bathtubs.
1: He's in Mammoth.
4: So he's like. in Mammoth. Oh, yeah. Wow.
1: That Sedano's feels like a Cap vacation. Oh, wow. Feels like he's playing golf. Nice. Maybe a golf golf guy, maybe a, a going out drinking kind of guy. Do you golf, Momo? Are no, you golf? I no? have no patience. No patience for golf, me? No either. patience. I'm trying. I'm
4: trying to learn. I really it's, am. It's
1: kind of an ex athlete thing, but I, I just can't do it. My I, brother's good. I, I start throwing things at mini golf. Me too. Yes. My like, driver is wrapped around a tree. I've been working on being calmer. I, I don't think I am. Are you a hothead? Yeah, I'm like a perfectionist. I don't like it when I'm not good at things.
4: I saw a little bit in the softball game. I saw a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're hot. Where's Kirk Morrison? I turned around. I was
1: like, I was like, DeFar, you're the only one I feel comfortable when they hit it to you. I had your back. I know. I was like, when they hit it to a third, I know you're going to make the play. Everybody else, I'm like, where's Kirk
4: Morrison now? Bring that jersey in. See? I don't know. What happened? But y'all lost. That's right. But they (laughs) lost, right? He was trying to hang that jersey up in the rafters.
1: So let me paint you a picture. I'm in the studio today. It's my first day back from maternity leave. Yeah, yeah. But I'm kind of like, Back in air quotes.
7: What do you mean? You're back. You're here.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I'm here. Here-ish. I wore pants. That's a big thing for you me wore these days. Pants. I wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> but, you were you pants. know, like your first show from maternity leave Lindsay calls and asks me hey were you feeling with sedano you know that i said yeah yeah I'll, do, I'll go with i'll do the show with george and then and then i was gonna turn into like oh uh they're can both you, out can, they're <laughs> both out and i'm like, who am i with oh d far okay i like d far but am i gonna have to lead i'm like oh that's all the work yeah oh good. i have to pay and then and then Vince scully passed away and i, I said oh god we got to do the whole show and vinnie that's my guy yeah yeah and i was sitting there last night um i almost i almost Like, I cried for a while there. You did? Oh, yeah. I'm a crier. You don't know that about me. No. I'm I'm a big crier. She is. Um, I know
4: you make people cry.
1: Yeah, but I cry myself a lot. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. Um, But you know what the thing is with Vinny, like... I I felt I cried a lot when he was retiring that last year. I listened to all those games, the last broadcast that he did, and I was so sad. Like every game, and I was just, I mean, and then I think he almost remember when he sung "Wind Beneath My Wings" on his last one. I was like, "Oh, that's the first thing he ever did. That was not the right words because <laughs> he was really? not a good singer." <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, his last wow. game, but he was. Uh, but I I felt like I just want to celebrate him. Like I don't, you know, we've been playing that music all day, the the sad music. When we do the rejoins and it's yeah, like yeah. sad, and I am sad. We're all really sad. But gosh, dang man, that that guy had an amazing life. Like if we could all 94. make it to ninety four and and do as much good in the world as Vince Gully did, and make people love baseball, and make people—it's not even just love baseball. It's like he's the Shakespeare in the booth, man. Wow. I and mean, he was. I, I, my favorite Vin Scully times were when he would tell a story, or when he would see a little a little kid at the baseball game. Like there was always a little girl or a little boy who was there with their son, or with their with their, with their mom or dad, and he was just like, "Oh, will you look at that sweetheart," you know. And he would always have something to say, and it, it, if anybody else said it, it might seem corny, but like when Vin said it, it was just like so pure and genuine. And he just, you know, he did play by play of his grandkids swimming in the pool. Like he just, yeah. he just was that guy. And I was, you know, people always talk about, like, who, do you live your your beliefs? Do you live your religion? Do you live the things that you say are important to you and who you are? Try my best. And, right? Yeah. He really did. Like, he wow. really treated people the way they should be treated. He really, he really, um, you know, was, like, I, I, I've never found anybody say a bad thing about Vince Scullett. Like, Not at all. I, I haven't no. heard it. And so I think, like, today, it's it's, I feel just, like, hail fellow well met i mean my goodness yeah. what a life
4: i you know i i have no stories but i can't wait to hear others mm-hmm. i love hearing this stuff um i went through this in st louis with jack buck same yeah. thing i mean just an outpouring i didn't listen to the guy growing yep. up but i could tell he meant a lot 94 man i 94. mean 94 94 years old you have kids i have kids i don't yeah it's not me getting the 94 it's like how old are they gonna be when mm. i'm 94 that's what i'm looking for so yeah like you said man uh that that is a a life uh, well lived and uh, born to do it. Absolutely. Uh, just the stories. Um, I was just talking to a guy, a friend of mine that works for the NFL yeah. Network, and I mentioned it, Um, you know, about Vin Scully. I'm going on the air. We're going to talk about Vin Scully. And he said he read me my bedtime story every night. Yeah.
1: I mean, I could just hear his yeah. voice and it makes me happy. And, really? I, and I just I think for those of us who grew up in L.A., we are so we so I just felt gratitude i felt grateful i mean like he's what when i when i first started out in this business there's a few people who i would meet that i was in awe of and i couldn't even talk like i was like so awestruck when i met john wooden i was like oh it's john wooden yeah
4: let him speak first
1: i had a um i had a voicemail that he left me once uh because i was calling him for a story about uh the ucla women's softball coach and john wooden called me and he said uh, I didn't. I didn't answer because it was from a restricted number. I didn't know it was him. I'm like, I can't believe I missed the John Wooden phone call, and it was a uh, hi, Ramona. This is John Wooden, ex UCLA men's basketball coach. Duh. Like he had to, inter- <laughs> and that's kind of how it was with Vin too. Like, like I met Vin in the press box a few times when I would cover yeah. games, and he would say, "Hi, Ramona," and I was like, "Vin Scully knows my name." That's cool. Ben Scully knows when, and I, and most of the time, I I would be okay. Like I would be like, be cool, Ramona, be cool, like act like you've been here before. I never got there with Scully. I was too, really? in all. I was too um, reverential towards him. And and sometimes you want you want to meet your icons in this in this world. You want to meet the legends. You want to meet the people you grew up listening to because he really was the soundtrack of my childhood. The soundtrack of so many of our childhoods wow. and our youth and our love of sports and baseball and. Um, I almost I just wanted to keep him up on the pedestal like I don't why not why do you have like to I don't want I don't want to I, I didn't want to know him as like
4: oh the, I see. The like I didn't you don't you want know, to see him as human right yeah, yeah it, it, you it. just
1: keep him right up there on that pedestal and I think for a lot of people he is like and I remember like like last night when I saw um Joe Davis and Jessica Mendoza were on the call and I had the I always have a game on in the background and I'm putting my kids down and, and my three-year-old came out and I saw the announcement and I started crying and he was upset and he goes mommy why are you upset and I go Oh, mommy's mommy's friend passed away, and I was Aww. like, because you have to explain it to a three year old. But I was like, that is what that is how he feels, right? Yeah, like, yeah. He feels like a friend. So I want to open it up to everybody here. Um Eight seven seven. You're gonna make me cry, man. I, yeah, come yeah, on. That's what I. That's what
4: I told you. You're making people cry know, right now. I know. Stop, Laura. You're looking at me. Laura, are you yeah. crying?
1: Did I get you there? Yeah. Not yet, but I did cry Getting last there. night. No, but we want to. I think today is. That's all right. Go ahead I, and cry. I, it's okay. If yeah, you, yeah. It's okay if you're sad. Good stuff. And I'm sad too. And we all we all went through that yesterday and today. But I want to like. What did I hear
4: about? Let's, let's celebrate yeah. him
1: today. Like, A friend of mine's oh mom
4: God. passed and they said, like, you, you have to give her her time. Give Vin his time. If you yeah. feel sad, feel sad. If you cry, cry. It's all
1: good. If you, I, I want to hear your stories and your thoughts out there. So 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. If you want to talk about the life of the great Vin Scully, who passed away yesterday at the age of 94. Wow. Um, the soundtrack of our youth and and. 67 years 67 years
4: good lord 25 world series oh my gosh yes that is a role model for all young broadcasters this is what you want to be if you can
1: um i think uh this is probably appropriate what oh that that worked laura
8: what happened there we go (laughs)
1: let's try that again
8: hi everybody and a very pleasant good evening to you wherever you may be that's vinny wow
1: All right, Ramona Shelburne, DeMarco Marco Fier- in for Zotto and Cap. Vince Scully, Vince Scully, and we want to hear your remembrances when we come back. ESPN LA.
6: Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and gold!
1: Shakira, Shakira. I thought we were going salt and pepper. So did I. Just my right. hips don't lie. So did know My what? hips did. My hips don't lie. You know what? When he says it, I believe him. That's Demarco Far. i right. Shelburne. You, you know. Mm. I mean, when, I can chair dance.
4: That's all I can do.
1: I mean, his his Twitter <laughs> handle is D Booty, right? Is no, that what it is? D Far One.
4: D-far yeah, DeMar- one. DeMarco, Demarco Far One. Well, is you that what
1: you me? put on? Is that what you put on your so, your, uh, no, your jersey that, at the softball game?
4: D Booty is my college nickname. <laughs> yeah that's what they called me no one called me DeMarco no one calls me DeMarco except when I come in here I call you D-Far D-Far that works right yeah is that what it is? no one calls me DeMarco no no are you laughing at me no but what, what do you prefer to be
1: called whatever you want to call me he's a, that's such a football player yeah just don't call football me late play- for dinner yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you been hanging out with Michael Thompson <laughs> that was my guy that was like a Michael Thompson that was my dude Michael. you are like D-Far a works player. D-Far is cool yeah <laughs> um all right. So we yesterday we lost the the late great Vin Scully, and I, I sort of feel like he's one of these guys that we've we've lost him and he hasn't been he, he but he hasn't been on our airwaves for. A while. I, I feel like he's never gonna leave. Right? Like you've never you're always gonna hear Vin Scully calls. You're always gonna hear Vin Scully call the Kirk Gibson home run. You're always gonna hear him say it's time for Dodger baseball. You're always gonna like wow. he's one of those people who left that mark where like you're just gonna hear that forever and you're always going to know it's Vin like the the first second he, he comes out of his mouth. I Remember Bill Plashke had a great column in the LA Times today. He said um and Bill's one of those reporters who had who knew Bill who knew Vin really well. I said he would he would call him and uh he would always say, "Bill, this is Vin Scully." And Bill was like,
6: <laughs> Duh. Yeah, I
1: knew it was Vin Scully the second you said my name." And and so many major leaguers who would always say, "Uh it was just like to, to have Scully call your game is wow that was like making it what a dream so whenever yeah. I, whenever i hear the whenever i hear the gibson homer it's going to be vince going when
8: gibson hit the home run uh it was a tremendous emotional experience and luckily i didn't have to say anything i mean i just shut up and let the crowd go crazy until yeah. i calmed down because there's an animal magnetism about a crowd it rubs off on you sure. it gets you all worked up
1: i mean that's Wow. Like, just hearing his voice, right? Now, you probably didn't know this. You know Vin did more than baseball.
4: I did know this. I did hear about this,
1: yeah. Vin, Vin Scully called the catch. Montana,
0: looking, looking, throwing in the end zone. Clark caught
8: it! Dwight Clark!
6: <laughs>
8: it's a madhouse at
1: candlestick.
4: Wait, he called that yeah. on TV?
1: Yes, on that ABC. That was him? Yeah. He no. also called Hank yeah. Aaron's 715th home run. Aaron
8: waiting. The outfield deep and straight away. Fastball is a high
7: drive the deep left center field. Buckner goes back to the fence. It is gone.
8: What a marvelous moment for baseball. What a marvelous moment for Atlanta and the state of Georgia. What a marvelous moment for the country and the world. A black man is getting a standing ovation in the Deep South for breaking a record
1: of an all-time baseball idol. Wow. Do you know how big a deal it was that he said that? Absolutely. Did yeah. he acknowledged the civil rights aspect of that? Yes. That he acknowledged that it was a black man in the Deep South. In who the broke... Deep South. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge deal that yeah. Vince Scully had the president. Not only to say that Hank Aaron just broke Babe Ruth's record. Yeah, yeah. But to acknowledge at that time, respect what that meant. Yeah, respect. All right, yeah. What are you gonna tell him not to say it? Yeah. Eddie and Sandemus, what do you got?
5: Hi, good to see
7: you guys. Ramona, love you. You're great. Thank you. You're man. amazing. You're one of the best in, in the business. Demarco, remember you on the best damn sports show period. Love you too, buddy. What's happening? Um, my favorite, my favorite Ben Scully moment. Um, my wife and I were driving to Disneyland uh, with my four year old daughter and a daughter, a baby on the way. We decided not to go because we looked at the last second that tickets for Vince Scully's last weekend were cheap at the Dugout Club. End up buying them, going all the way around from Anaheim back to L.A., going to see Vince Scully on Friday night at Dodger Stadium when they had uh, Kershaw, uh, Sandy Koufax all speaking on uh, initiating his retirement mm-hmm. that weekend. And that was my four-year-old daughter's first baseball game. We got his letter um, to the fans that they were giving out for free, and uh, we got to see him. He was right above us. He waved over to all the crowd at the Dugout Club and all over Dodger Stadium. Um, It was one of uh, the most iconic moments for myself, uh, my family, and my four-year-old daughter at the time. She's now going to be 11 years old, and uh, she remembers that till this day. And this will stick with me for the rest of my life because I grew up listening to Vin. My dad grew up listening to Vin, and he was kind of like our unofficial grandpa and the unofficial grandpa of Los Angeles.
1: Now, you got Laura now. You got Laura with that Did she cry?
7: Oh, got her. Wow. Wow, wow, wow.
1: It gets you, right? Like, I was sitting there and, and uh, watching last night, and I just, like, I think I knew this day was coming, right? He was yeah. 94, and you know, I mean, it, people... 94, yeah. 94, but, like, you're not quite ready, and it'll hit you in waves, but I just, um, man, like, he, he was Vin Scully everywhere you yeah. met him. If you met him at the grocery store, he was still Vin Scully. He, he was that guy.
4: Never turned it off. He wasn't phony. Yeah. It was real.
1: Hey, yeah. Adam and Winneka, you're on ESPN LA.
5: Hi, how are you guys? Good. How are you? Adam? Awesome. Well, so, uh, I just uh, I just recall seeing uh, meeting Vince Scully at a Jamba Juice of all places. And <laughs>
1: Vince Scully at Jamba a- Juice. <laughs> I love it.
5: And and he offered a, he offered a pay for mine and my daughter's juice. And he talked. He took the time to speak to her to ask her random questions regarding school, huh. all types of stuff. And it just it just showed how much love he had for people how compassionate he was, how caring he was. And it's just a great moment to see somebody that's so humble.
1: When you and met him, did you say, when you met him, did you say, did you introduce yourself or did you say, did you ask if it was Vin Scully? <laughs>
5: <laughs> I, I did, I uh, did introduce myself. I was very, um, I was very shy because, you yeah. know, see Vin Scully is a humongous thing. It's not just anybody. It's a legend that will always be with, with, with the city of LA. And it was just a great moment that I'll always get to cherish along with my daughter.
4: Awesome, thanks, wow. Adam. Do you do you take that if he says I'll buy you drama juice?
1: I don't know. Do you, do you take that? <laughs> I kind of want to know what he had too. I'll, I'll, I'd buy his right, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you keep him on this pedestal, and you and yeah. There's, I mean, so much of my my professional career is meeting your group of people you grew up idol, you know, idolizing or legends or people that just meant a lot to you personally. Um, and then you meet him, and you have to be cool. Like you have to like not act like you're yeah, yeah. In, 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 overwhelmed by the moment of it. Um, but I, I almost felt like with Vinny, I didn't, I didn't want to bring him down to any level. I just I got like, you. keep him right up there. I got you.
9: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Steven and Glisselle Park, you're on with Demarco and Ramona.
9: Hey, first of all, Momo, you make every appearance wherever you are better. Oh, thanks, by man. Your presence. Laura, love your spice. <laughs>
3: spice.
9: <laughs> and D-Farr. What up? I'm 72 years old. I've been a Rams fan since the fearsome foursome. I never stopped being a Rams fan no matter where they were. and I'm still I a Rams fan. You.
4: I love you. It's a great era to be in, right? Yes, sir.
9: I've been... I discovered Vince Scully and the Dodgers. I moved out here from Chicago in 1957. In 1959, I got my first transistor radio and discovered the Dodgers. They're in their um, championship year, 59. And I had started to play organized ball a little bit, but, you know, it's like child ball. Vince Scully taught me the game as I grew into my adolescence and my teen years, listening to him describe, he explained things and as I got old enough to understand. So he was my teacher. And also, with my trans sister and walking through the world, wherever I walked in the neighborhoods, you couldn't walk down any block without every third house <laughs> on either side of the street. You could hear Vince belly yep. wow. during the summer coming out of the backyard or out of, out of a window or out of the porch. If you were cr- driving on the street and stopped at a signal and you had the game on, the people next to you would have the game on. Man. So n- not just when we were at Dodger Stadium where you could hear Vince's voice echoing throughout the, the, the uh, building, But out in the world, you could hear him everywhere you walked in L.A. And I've lived in other parts of the country as well, and made sure that I I could get Vin's voice. Sometimes I picked Vin's voice up from ten thousand feet in the Rocky Mountains. Wow! So it it hit me like a big punch, even though I knew that he was older and you know that he was going to go sometime. It viscerally, it gut-punched me, So, and I'm still affected. At my age, it it touched me with the loss, and then, you know, I am trying now to remember and to have joy of all um, of my connection and the privilege to have experienced him over a lifetime. I'm 72, and so 1959... That's over 60 years, me and Vin.
1: Hey, Stephen, thank you for that wow. call. And, you know, I, I'm with you on that, too. And the older I get and the more you lose people, the the feeling I usually have when I lose somebody that was important to me the way Vin was important to so many of us is, um, one, I want to celebrate them. Two, there's, I never want to have that feeling of regret that you didn't appreciate them while they were there, mm-hmm. while they were with us, while they could have taught. And I... I, I, I learned that early in my life when I lost some relatives that were close to me that I I, I didn't maybe I didn't call them yeah, or I didn't yeah, yeah. connect to them or there was conversations I wish I would have had. And um I, I always felt like with Vin like I, I made myself get to know him and learn, think about him and and, get, and do as much as I could to, to appreciate him while he had him. And um I think that's that's why he, I'm I'm mostly just grateful. Because he really did share so much of himself with us, even though he never made it about him, he he kept your attention. And you know, baseball is always a soundtrack that's on in the background. Like you can be eating dinner, and it's you turn it on at seven o'clock, and the game's on, and it's on for three hours, and it's you know, there's in between innings, there's there's not always a lot going on, right? There's right there's a, four innings that go by, nothing happens. But Vin always made you listen and made you feel like you were you were part of the game because he had so many stories so many good insights about life about everything but he was also really freaking funny
8: it's like they're gonna call it a trap and jim tracy he caught the ball jim said he <laughs> caught the ball he caught the blinkin ball he caught the darn ball he... oh, oh you're gone Wow. He is gone. That is blinking fertilizer. I'm doing the best to translate. You gotta be blinking me. The ball. He caught the ball. No way. No blinking way. No bloody way.
1: <laughs> Can I get away with that? I, I mean, like that. come on. That, that is fertilizer. That's amazing. Use that. Peter and Redondo Beach, are on with Demarco and Ramona.
8: Fertilizer. Oh God, good to talk to you guys. <laughs> Thanks, mark Momo, hey, love you guys. Love you guys. I'm a massive Giants fan. I'm yeah. a huge Giants fan. I hate the Dodgers. I have I have a California schizophrenia where I'm fans of both the Giant, uh, both of the, the Niners and the Rams because the Rams were gone for a while, but you know what? There has never been a better voice. There has never been a better voice for baseball than Ben Scully. Okay. The Dodgers have always had the best catchers. I played catcher growing up. Johnny Roseboro, Matt Piazza, even Paul LaDuca. Come on, man. Gotta, gotta respect the opposition. But as a Giants fan, there was no one better than Ben Scully.
4: Well, that's big. That's big to say.
1: Yeah, and it was, yeah, yeah. it was, it was, it was his Ben's last game was against Giants and Dodgers. Yeah. His uh, last night, Giants and Dodgers. Wow. I mean, it was, there's a, there's a poetry in it. Um,
4: I got one question. Mm-hmm. Did he, the, the last caller, 10,000 feet in the Rockies? Is that what he said he was? 10,000 feet up? Yeah, Colorado can be that tall. And he was still listening to a game.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm just checking. You can get on the transistor radios. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, We're going to be doing uh, a lot of calls all day long as we remember the life of Vin Scully. Awesome. Um, I want to keep it, we're all all emotional today, but I want to keep it a little light because Vin is amazing and he's also the guy who says things like this.
8: Say, friends, you can't make it to the game, but you still want that one-of-a-kind Dodger Stadium experience? Well, all you need is Farmer John Dodger dogs, available now at your local grocery store. One bite of that legendary hot dog, your couch becomes your own personal baseline seat. You'll (laughs) practically be able to smell the grass. So pick up some Farmer John Dodger dogs at your local grocery store today to get that Dodger Stadium experience. And remember, for big league hunger... All you need is Farmer John.
1: Demarco, we have to do live reads all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to do a Valvoline read. <laughs> okay, is there any way you could do a better live no, read than that? No. I want a Farmer John. Dog. I want a hot dog
4: right now. I want to. Yeah. I want to
1: turn my seat into the
4: third baseline. I wow. want. I
1: could smell the grass. I mean, like, wow, that is Effortless. amazing that he can just say that. Yes, sir. I mean, uh, I... <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> golly, man. Uh, Ramona Shelburne, and DeMarco Farr in for Sun Cap, ESPN LA.
3: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
4: Working up a DJ sweat. DJ
1: Spinderella turning 51 today. What's I thought today? they
4: kicked her out of the group. What? I thought they kicked her out of the group. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. They did kick her out the group. They did kick they had, her out They of the had group. a falling out. They had a movie, right? Yeah, and they had a movie and it. she wasn't involved. Yeah, she's a big falling out. Funch, be that? honest.
1: Like, what is salt and pepper without DJ Spinderella? That's the, o- that's the only thing I, I care. Yeah. Was yeah. she the salt or the pepper?
3: No, she was the DJ.
1: <laughs> she was the DJ. DJ that's yeah. right. Yeah. So salt and pepper are still there.
3: Salt and pepper are still there. Yes, yes but Spinderella is the DJ, and she oh. just felt like she didn't get enough recognition. That's why. That'd
1: be like if you went rogue, Funch. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Or maybe it'd be like if Laura went rogue. Yeah. If Laura was like bigger than the show, I would never go
4: rogue. This is when Spandex was like new, right? <laughs> spandex's clothing was like hoop earrings right yeah big time with the big jackets so dj
1: spinderella got cut out
4: they left her out of the movie she was upset about
1: it well she should be
4: of course yeah i
1: mean i guess she's not she's not the salt or the pepper but she's definitely the mm, right uh, salt and pepper thank you (laughs) thank you (laughs) 51 years old god bless her seems kind of young actually considering like salt and pepper was my childhood
4: yeah well, wait. How
1: old were they when they were famous? When did you graduate from high school? 97? Nine, ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Oh, okay.
4: Okay. Yeah. I'm an old lady. Yeah. yeah. No.
1: Why did you say it like that? 97? Like, oh, ninety-seven. oh, nice. Because I was
4: about to say when I graduated. She said ninety-seven, oh. and I stopped. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> when did do you graduate? That. If she's old, <laughs> right? I'm not going to tell you when I graduated. Why not? Because we all fam. Okay. Me and Spin are the same age. There. Okay. Yeah. Does that make me old? Okay. Yeah. A little bit. Okay. That makes me old? No. I, mean, I, not old. Old. <laughs> I said no. Dang.
1: You know what the truth is? I just turned 43. And I had a harder time with that one. That was like 43 oh, or yeah, just
4: 43. Why 43. Why 43 not 42 or 41?
1: 42, 41. I still felt like I was in my early 40s. Ah, okay. forty feel 43 feels like I'm crossing over into the mid 40s. I feel you. I turned 34 and I was like, yeah, hey, mid 30s <laughs> now. 34 Please. and you're crying? Yeah. I don't you're want to hear
4: not, that.
0: You're Stop You're not it. in your mid 40s until you get to 45, I think.
4: Exactly. Okay, is that,
1: was that what it is? That's the line? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah five. Sure. Yeah.
4: You think 43 is bad. Wait till yeah. you
1: cross 45. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. There you go. I 45
2: mean, is mid and then like 48,
1: 49 is late. Late. See, but then the same should apply. So 43 should be more like mid <laughs> rather than early. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> you're getting close. Wow. You're on no, the no, wrong no. side you, of early. You don't round up. You just, you know. Okay. Round, okay. Down. round down. I mean, I'll be so I'll be calling you when I'm 48 and be like, I'm still mid 40s, right? Damn not right. late 40s. Okay. Um, Not a, a harder time, but I was also like, I don't know, just like a month old baby at home. And I didn't like everyone was like, what are you doing for your birthday? I'm like maybe i will get to go out for a drink with a girlfriend after the baby goes to sleep maybe 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 yeah yeah probably not
4: it's motherhood man yeah it's okay yeah
1: absolutely it's okay i'm gonna have young kids so theoretically it should make me feel old i mean it feel young but it makes me feel old. and
4: at some point <laughs> you'll circle you back around you'll have yeah. you time again Yeah, yeah 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 my kid's seven now so yeah. she can like make her own cereal she can make her own scrambled eggs. Is that how that works? They get better at that. Absolutely, she gets better. You teach her how to like hunt and gather, and then you get to have <laughs> your life back. That's the way it goes. Absolutely, I can now sleep in.
1: I love it. Yeah, I mean, like it's Tom Brady's forty-fifth birthday today. Wow, forty-five, still going. And I'm so happy that he is still going because he's like the last athlete who's older than me.
4: I'm trying to think
1: who else is out there that might be older. Is, how old is Udonis Haslem? He's been around. UD is old, but I don't think
4: he's 45. I don't think so. Yeah, I think he might be approaching 40. He's 42. Or, he's 42. He's 42. 42, yeah. 42. 42. Okay. Like, Brady's Close. the
1: last guy who's older than us. So, as wow. long as Brady's playing, Good for you. We're, I'm still kind of young. And he's got some years left. <laughs> he's got some
4: years left. Really? Oh, yeah, he's got some years left. Uh, you saw that last season. Yeah, he was great. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. I think he's going to, like, I, I don't think he's going to fall off like Max Kellerman said he was going to fall off, but at some point, he's going to have that YA tittle moment. Like, what am I doing out here with all these young cats? Yeah. Yeah. Who can he relate to outside of football? Yeah. Yeah. I remember remember when Emmett went down to to Arizona. He was -hmm. an older player. And I remember the quote well. He said, I feel like a diamond amongst trash. Now, what he was trying to say was, I'm the old guy in the room. Mm -hmm. But all the young guys heard was, oh, you think I'm trash? And it didn't work. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I wonder how Tom Brady communicates with the younger guys. How do you communicate with a
1: guy that's 23 years old and you're 45? like you're their dad right that's how you have to talk to them right i mean but i think that's kind of bit that's that that happens to all of us in our careers yeah so when i first started i was the young kid and i would i would talk to the older reporters and they would sort of it would feel like talking to my first it would feel like talking to my mom then it would feel like talking to my older brother or sister right yeah um and now i'm the older one now i'm the one who who talks to the younger reporters the gray like, beard yeah, yeah, yeah i got yeah. you and i'm like when did that happen I don't know when that happened.
4: Well, you got to be good to do that. To yeah, it, you got to stick around for to a go while. Go from young guy to old guy. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's the
1: goal, right? Yes, sir. Um, but it's interesting. Like when the people you, like, Jackie McMullen told me this. She was the Jackie McMullen was the um, just retired last year about this time, and uh, she was the she was like my big sister in journalism. Right? She would yeah. teach me a lot of stuff. She covered uh, the Boston Globe, covered all those great Celtics teams. I got to be a colleague with her at ESPN, and um, and I remember asking her like. What's it like when you're now and you' she she worked in her I think early sixties and um, and she goes, well, the difference is when you first start out, you're the same age as the players <laughs> and then the longer you go, the players you covered they retire and yeah, then yeah. you're covering their sons yeah, <laughs> as yeah. they come into the league and then the longer you go now now you only cover the now you really have the most in common with the coaches right and then the and then when you get really old, now you only have anything in common with the executives and owners. Because they're the oldest ones. That's how it goes.
4: Right. <laughs> yeah. That's how you age out. That's yeah. the Did you guys know that Albert Pujols is 42?
1: Yes. No. Yes. Wait, yes. officially?
4: Yes. I mean, He's okay. been 42 oh. for
1: like the last eight years. <laughs> That's
4: what he says on his uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. And also Rich Hill, uh, former pitcher for the Dodgers, 42. Is 42. No way. He's older than yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Come on
1: now. Come on. We'll
4: be older than that, but he says 42 on his Wikipedia.
1: Okay. Wow. I mean, there's certain people who just seem old. Like they just, like yeah. Tom Brady's been doing this for a long time. He doesn't seem 45 to me, though. No. Young in shape. Yeah. It's, I think he's got years left. Yeah. Yeah. This
4: whole thing with Miami is cracking me up though. Yeah. yeah. I mean this well that whole this thing is the big is make, story. We're yeah. gonna get to a lot <laughs> it of this makes tomorrow. Me laugh, right? I, it was it was funny, <laughs> I was coming
1: in um, yesterday I was this is my first show back from maternity leave and uh, I don't like back is a relative term, okay. Like am I back, I don't know, I'm doing a few shows, I'm still got mom brain. Back in air quotes, okay. Um but uh it's also august so there's not so much going on nba wise i don't really have all that much work to do um and uh it was it was funny i was prepping last night i was like should i just go in there and wing it should i just uh read and like i have been paying attention i do i do follow the news and stuff i'm home i mostly watch i watch espn during the day or when i'm not binge watching something on netflix and um
4: what are you watching on netflix i can't find anything on netflix all right, go ahead
1: though. Um, yeah. No, I I can give you my list. Really? I have a okay. I've been watching loot. I like that Maya Rudolph show. That's I haven't pretty, watched that yet. That's Apple okay. Plus. That's pretty funny. Um I watch all the below decks. There's one in Australia and there's one in um, Below deck? Below deck Mediterranean. I love okay. that one. It's the people who work on the yachts and they, they make fun of all the clients. Really? The I gotta write clients. this stuff down. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll give you my list. Good oh, yeah, stuff. There's... Okay. Um the uh but the big news I thought we were gonna be talking about was Stephen Ross, the owner of the of the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Getting suspended. Uh, being fined $1.5 million. They forfeited their 2023 first round pick. That's going to hurt. And basically finding that um, Brian Flores was right. Like all the things Brian Flores said about what the Dolphins did – was right and they i mean they they didn't claim that oh he didn't intentionally lose the games or at least that's not what they're finding them for um but they tampered by they wanted to tamper by meeting with tom brady trying to get tom brady yeah Yeah, trying to get tom brady
4: to be a partner to be Mm -hmm. in ownership and weren't they going after sean payton as well the coach yeah that he in
1: 2019 he had repeated communications with both tom brady and sean payton while trying to recruit big names to his team um how would you frame that? Is
4: to me that sounds stupid. Like how did you think you were gonna get away with that?
1: Uh I think there's a sort of everybody cheats quality to things like that.
4: How did they get caught with that?
1: It was mostly because Brian because Flores. Because of Brian
4: Flores. Then it came out that way. So yeah. without Brian Flores, you probably don't know this was happening about with Tom Brady. Yeah, and I think wow.
1: one of those things um Crazy. I mean, there's stuff like this happens in professional sports. all All the time time. (laughs) all the time if if you're not cheating you're not trying there's (laughs) this there's a quality and my job as a reporter is to unearth the the people and how they're cheating but then there's also um a sort of acknowledgement of reality that there's no such thing as okay free agency opens at 6 Ah. 1 p.m eastern and officially no there's no conversation i mean everybody tries to make it look good now right like there's used to be really like the wild west like deals were done weeks in advance oh yeah um and now they try to make it look good cuz the league trying to put out a lot of edicts and said you got you can't tamper and you can't do these deals in advance and the but the truth is a lot of stuff gets done at least conceptually uh in and around the draft because you're talking to the same agents about free agency in and around the draft because they have the same clients the player like agents will take their clients through the draft they're talking to the gms and the and the and the teams and you're allowed to talk about prospects who are in the draft there's trade conversations that happen in and around that time and so those conversations happen under the guise of we're talking about this person i might draft in the first round but uh, oh by the way by the way we (laughs) can also sort of kind of talk in general terms about my free agent who's coming up in two and a half weeks yeah
4: hypothetically
1: speaking right now nowadays people try to make it look good um and very rarely does anyone ever get in trouble for this but when they do it's usually because somebody was really egregious and they were sloppy they made it it was too obvious um in the in the NBA it was James Harden recently the Sixers are being investigated for James Harden sort of I mean he kind of is on the record saying it like I'm taking less so that we could sign PJ Tucker and blah blah blah, blah. well if James Harden's a free agent, he's not supposed to be talking about the other free agents. They said it was just like out of order. Right. Like you. Right. Oh, you got to make it look good. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. Same thing with uh, make it look like you're following rules. Yeah. Those. With yeah. Yeah. With the Knicks and Brunson. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they hired his dad as a coach. I mean, were, for months and months and months. It's been building up. The Mavericks are a little mad about them t- stealing their player. It, you know, it's it, it it's it all. It always usually when it's just kind of people were sloppy about it or right. they were too loud about it. This is what happened with Stephen Ross and the Dolphins. He – probably everybody knew. Probably everyone in Miami, probably with the Saints, everyone with Tom Brady's camp. They probably all knew. But it wasn't until Brian Flores' lawsuit came out and made those accusations public that everybody had to be yeah, I guess that, you know.
4: Yeah. I, did, I wonder, didn't they do the same thing or try with Peyton Manning or did they – was that a no? Yeah, that's, this they is tried. all pretty standard. Yeah, yeah. Standard stuff with guys like them, mm-hmm. like Tom Brady. Um, that would have been odd, though, to play and be an owner of the team you're playing for. Mm-hmm. That would be shocking. But if anybody can do it, it's, it's going to be Tom Brady. But um, this is not his fault. Um, when people and I'm with you, when people were going off about Deflate Gate, yeah, I, I kind of looked at them sideways. I'm like, you think they're the only team that does this? Yeah. Even Spygate, you think they're the only team that has done this before? You know, like Bill Belichick did not make this up. Right. Yeah, he's a lot of things, but he's not the innovator of cheating. A lot of people have done this, but yeah. you know,
1: it's crazy to me that the reason we know a lot of this is the Brian Flores lawsuit, and a lot of the reason why Brian Flores filed that lawsuit is because Bill Belichick left a voicemail yeah. for the wrong guy, right? Brian Flores is congratulations song on.
4: Song. on getting the job or something like yeah. that. Yeah, that's it. That's how it started. Wow, odd, odd stuff. I'm gonna live
1: in fear of that. What? As a, as a reporter what sending out the wrong text yeah send the text to the wrong person i'm almost like careful not to say hi this is ramona from espn wanted to reach out about blah 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 what if it's the wrong number what if they change their number
4: wow what does dr clapper say measure twice cut once yeah (laughs) read twice press send once before you get in trouble that's just some odd stuff um you know look i wonder if that distracts miami more than tampa it Mm. has to distract miami more than tampa you know, yeah. you were courting Tom Brady, and and you've got two are there trying to play his best ball. I mean, I wonder how Miami comes out of this with this nonsense.
1: Um, hey, Ramona Shelburne, DeMarco Farr, in for Sedano and Cap. When we come back, we'll take more of your calls on Vince Gully, the passing of the late, great Vince Gully, ESPN LA.
3: Picture this. You arrive at your hotel. You have an important online meeting lined up with clients from all across the country. You have your laptop open, ready to begin, and... The Wi-Fi is so terrible, you can't even connect. These types of stressful situations happen all the time, but they don't have to. When you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you have access to their free high-speed Wi-Fi so you can take care of those critical emails, join your meetings on time, and even unwind by streaming your favorite shows without having to worry. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.